my dirty filthy whore bags welcome back to another episode of queen's table live it's your girl queen s and we're back with another episode of tea time tuesday if you have not already like share subscribe do all that good stuff sweetie because you don't want to miss out to all the deeds to all our teas now do we I don't think so. And so make sure each and every Tuesday you are here with your QT juice, ready and willing to sip this tea that is being given to you. This week, it wasn't as chaotic as last week's tea because last week's tea was all over the place, okay? Um, but this week's tea, was it, it was a little mixture. It was, it was all over the place, you know? We still had to bring it correctly. We still had to bring it right on the table as per usual. So we're just going to jump right into our first topic on Tea Time Tuesday on Queen's Table Live with Queen S. We are going to talk about Pop Smoke, okay? So new details have emerged uh, concerning the death of Pop Smoke. If you guys obviously have been living under a rock, we all know that the world was in distraught, honey. Believe that somebody really dead ass killed Pop Smoke. You know, to this day, like I listen to his songs. I'm just like, why aren't you here? Like, you should be here. You should be here having tours and whatnot and reaping your benefits. You feel me? Because you were literally just in your prime. You were literally just in your element. And then you were gone. So this is the details that I heard. So the story that was said was that he was in the, the rented house with the young lady in the shower they ambushed him at first pop smoke cooperated and whatnot and then um he attempted to retaliate he attempted to fight back when he attempted to fight back there was a struggle they ended up shooting him one time and then he ended up trying to get to his weapon of choice and then that's when the person who shot him hence the 15 year old went back and put three more in his back. Supposedly the girl that he was with she ended up leaving the scene. I don't know if she stayed to be questioned or not but that is the story that is being said. He stole Pop Smoke's Roly and ended up selling it for only two stacks and Pop Smoke died for two thousand dollars like y'all killed this man for two thousand dollars like what the fuck like what is this world going through so with this new information emerging of course details being all over instagram all over the internet and the web pop smoke's brother did release a few couple of comments when it came down to what was said about pop smoke's murder pop smoke's brother said something's not right about this case the info is not matching and the people's moving crazy oh god we get into the bottom of all of this i'm sorry the real wasn't with you i'm sorry you said to shoot back and they didn't i'm sorry you thought they will fight for you and they're not even doing that in death it seems as if you were more valuable alive everybody gets mad when i speak up because is threatening their position in this gang shit since you've been away pop people love has been mia on god we're gonna figure this out at the real pop smoke I tried to warn you about this gang shit. I should have tried harder. It's not fair how they do you and not allowing people to say they love you without proper recognition to you or the family. The only person who could tell the truth about the situation is now with the ancestors. I'm not believing anybody who tells the story and I quote. To be completely honest, I definitely understand exactly where Pop Smoke, well, I wouldn't say I understand, but I would, I empathize with exactly where Pop Smoke's brother states and where he stands on all of this because i don't understand how this is a story that is being gathered a year later a year or so later um only because when the when the story first came out i'm not gonna lie to you twitter black twitter already came up with the conclusion black twitter already stated like 
okay pops won't show his address and the ops found him the end but just kind of empathizing with how pop smoke's brother added to say his piece and speak his piece and saying that you know i don't believe anything that is being said that's coming from a place of of you know something okay you know something the spirits don't lie the ancestors don't lie your angels don't lie god don't lie intuition don't lie all of that under the sun it don't lie so if something is telling you something that is off then something is off it comes to this case in particular and with the suspected shooter being 15 years old i feel like we as a community need to talk about the bigger issue and the bigger problem that lies in our community we are all barking no bite because when it comes to police brutality we'll rah 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 until we can't rah 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 anymore but when it comes to the crimes that are happening in our community it's like we completely disregard it as if it doesn't matter that 15 year old had old heads around him that could have taught him something different that could have schooled him differently that could have taught him better there's old heads i know personally that sit here and mold these young boys into thinking that your end goal is to be a shooter your end is to be the, the the best man on the block flossing and and being the shot caller that you are i know a lot of old heads that are not schooling these younger boys and teaching them right from wrong the way that they should i've met a lot of old heads that i've witnessed personal conversations amongst them schooling the younger crowd that is looking up to them and i have to double back behind you know them saying what, what they say and kind of soften it up and allow more emotions to be said in that moment there is a false narrative in our in our community especially in the hood you want to per se where in order for a man to be deemed as a man he has to have bodies in order for a man to be deemed as a man he has to be a shooter in order for a man to be deemed as a man he got to be about it you don't have to be about it to be a man and i've seen i've seen men walk around with hefty equipment on them and I still don't look at them as a man. I, it is our responsibility to help our own community. It is our responsibility to correct our own community instead of us seeking outside assistance to correct our own faults and our shortcomings and our wrongdoings. I can recall several times of me leaving the Boys and Girls Club, going to the corner store real quick to get me something to eat and I see the old heads chopping it up with kids my age. And you would think that the, the old heads chopping it up with kids my age would lead them in a different direction, would lead them in a different path. But these old heads are co-signing their behaviors. There's nothing wrong with you telling a little boy how to defend himself, but make sure you also correct his behavior. Make sure you also coach him and you let him know that you only defend yourself when you feel like you are being personally attacked. You only defend yourself to somebody who is not helpless. You only defend yourself to someone who is on your level. You don't put your hand on a woman, etc., etc., etc. The fundamental things that should be taught in our community to the next generation is not there. That's on men versus little boys and women versus little girls. There is a lot of work that needs to be done within our community and it starts with us. And the fact that the shooter was 15 years old, that speaks volume. That speaks volume. Just last week, the shooter that happened at the, you know, the little girl that died at the McDonald's, he was 19. Like, if we're gonna talk about it, we gotta talk about it. The problem is bigger. These old heads, we, 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 we gotta tighten up. We gotta tighten up. We gotta start teaching these young men what it really is. Because before y'all were old heads, the old heads before y'all taught y'all balance. Nothing wrong with you wanting to carry. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to defend yourself, etc., etc., etc. But there's a time and a place for everything. And there's no reason why a 15-year-old should be a shooter.
And that's all I'm going to say. If he that's it. Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S. All Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Tokyo Olympics, sweetie. Tokyo Olympics released a press conference statement stating that Black Lives Matter apparel or anything of that sort is banned from the program. So in the detail itself, it stated that I'm not even going to say black athletes, but athletes or anyone who is performing in the Olympics, they are allowed to wear Black Lives Matter in press conference. They're allowed to wear Black Lives Matter in interviews. But as far as walking on any appropriate platform, as far as fisting or kneeling or anything of that sort, beyond those different types of platform, it is banned. This is information that they also provided to everyone that is a part of the Olympics this year. I find it funny. I find it comical as fuck that... The Olympics are being held in Tokyo, right? And the U.S. just passed a anti-Asian hate crime bill, right? And Black Lives Matter is basically being shadow banned in real life. I, I just... At this point, the disrespect is just like, it's just so in in your face. It's like, who are you, who, who are you playing? Like, who, who are you playing? Y'all motherfuckers are going to be in motherfucking Tokyo, okay? You cannot kneel. You can't, you can't ball your fists up. You can't wear anything that says B, BLM. You can't do none of that shit, right? But when it comes to stop Asian hate, I have yet to hear one rebuttal. I have yet to hear one backpedaling, one ah, 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 no, stop all hate. I haven't heard nothing. I've, it's just been literally straight fucking crickets. And now you mean to tell me that black athletes are going to go and perform in front of an Asian-based culture and you can't even speak out for yourself. You gonna speak out for yourself in this in this area where we put you at. This is the this is the appropriate area where you can speak out. After this area, you can't open your mouth. You can't talk about your problems. Even though, even though this past year with COVID and whatnot showed them front row seat as to what we as black people have been experiencing for time and time and time and time again. Even though you guys had front row seat into seeing what the fuck is going on within our lives, y'all have the audacity to silence us too. Are y'all athletes still showing up? That's my question. That's my question. Are y'all still showing up? In case y'all didn't hear. So disrespectful to me. Like, so disrespectful to me. Because once again, if we're if we're being completely honest, I have yet to hear one rebuttal. One rebuttal from anyone saying, No, stop all hate. Not stop Asian hate. Stop all hate. But let somebody say BLM. Let somebody say Black Lives Matter. You'll hear somebody say Blue Lives Matter. You'll hear somebody say All Lives Matter. But why? The double standard is just so obvious. The disrespect is just so obvious. 
it's truly just utterly just disrespectful at this point. You, I just want to know how y'all best athletes feel. That's it. Happy, that's it. That's it. That's it. So next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Bill Gates cutting that check, okay? Cutting that check to his ex-wife, okay? After 27 years, Bill Gates and his wife decided to go their separate ways. His wife filed for divorce after 27 years. The same day that his wife filed for divorce, Billy Billy dropped $2 million in stock into her account, okay? There was no prenup when they got married. They're not seeking spousal support or anything of that sort. She's currently at a private island where it's $150,000 per night to stay. God, I see what you are doing for others. I'm ready when you are. Because, wait... And she's on this island because she did not want to deal with the press after the fact, you know, hounding her for questions, hounding her for statements and stuff like that. So she's off living her best life on a private island where she's renting out the day $150,000. That's money that people don't even... And then this goes for, this goes for Twitter worlds, social media world that are constantly always saying, you know... Uh, you don't see a rich person wearing a Gucci belt. Rich person spending money on a Gucci outfit. Yes, you know why? Because they're spending money on trips where you could spend $150,000 a day to stay. $150,000 a day? Dude, a day. A day. Billy. Billy. Now that I know. Billy, now that I know that you're on the market, what's up? Can we talk about what you're doing in Africa? I just want to talk to you about it, you know. So next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about what is going on in the legislation room, honey, okay? Colorado Republican legislator was just, he was talking reckless, okay? He was talking reckless and he called his colleague a buckwheat, which is a term that was used during the Jim Crow days towards black people. He thought by him saying this uh, statement to his fellow black colleague was going to slide and it was going to be okay. No, it's not okay. If YouTube allows me to, I am going to try to insert the clip in because it was just you could tell that the disrespect was there. You could tell that the shade was there. You could tell that this is exactly what language and tone that was aimed for um, during this interaction. Even though he tried to lie and dumb it down to make it seem like it's not what it was. You knew what it was. You knew what it was. And a fellow colleague, his uh, Texas State Representative... Uh, he ended up calling him out on it as well. But like I said, hopefully YouTube does not try to hit me with a copyright claim and block my video. Because I would prefer to just stick the video and see and hear than for me to try to go into details with it. The details won't suffice. The Texas State Rep 
He read him his right to you. Okay, he came, he saw, he delivered, he conquered. He schooled him. If YouTube tries to flag me for a copyright claim, everyone actually still takes their time out to find this video just to see and witness, like, the, the lack of care. Like, the lack, the lack of care. The lack of, like, how do you not know your history? How do you not know your history and you're sitting here trying to sign in another executive legislation into office how do you not know your history how do you not know the history of this terminology why are you even in this position who voted you in this position i'm glad that you have more allies speaking up on our behalf because it's it's showing like how really fucked up and how deeply rooted racism is in our legislation and our bills and our laws and our policies and our government like it is it is everywhere and it starts with us dismantling it starts with us having those heart-to-heart -heart conversations where i'm going to tell you about yourself and i'm going to expose you for the racist bigot that you are i love it here So next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Erica Mena, honey. Erica Mena and Safari, they just recently announced that they're welcoming their second child together. It will be Erica's third. She received a couple of backlash and she went off on a little tangent on Instagram as per usual. And like I said, I'll try to stick it in here if YouTube allows me to, but we already know how that works. When it comes down to it, I just feel like a lot of celebrities, especially celebrity couples, they don't realize that what you put out, you can't come back from. And I do recall several times where I've scrolled through and seen them going back and forth, talking about their relationship, talking about their marriage, talking about how they wish they weren't married. Well, currently, they're on a new reality show. And on this new reality show that they're on, Safari admits that he basically body shamed Erica the whole entire time that she was pregnant and after she got pregnant said that she got too big and so it's like can't expect people to just enjoy for you when you two have hurt each other in the public eye and that's why I'm just a strong believer of being very careful what you choose to put out when it comes to your relationship your peloton conversation should never reach mainstream it shouldn't be nobody's business what you used to lay down and discuss cry about yell about shout about be mad about be sad about laugh about is between y'all two my mom always says a relationship is two once a third person becomes into it it's no longer a relationship the relationship is no longer real as soon as you start allowing other people and outside factors to come in and have an opinion dictate what you choose and choose not to do in your relationship all of those things ultimately pays its own price you could sit here and call people negative nancy's all day long and say that they're evil spirits and they just want you to be unhappy but at the same time you need to take your l in that situation you and your husband safari need to take y'all l's in this situation understand that y'all put yourself in here y'all put yourself in this position y'all put yourself in this situation by y'all business out there if you don't want your business out there then don't put your business out there if you don't want people to talk about you then don't put your business out there it's just as simple i wish them a happy and healthy pregnancy i wish her a happy and healthy delivery and i wish them all the best i'm not married so i don't really have nothing more nothing less to say but all relationships have their ups and downs if y'all feel like y'all could work through it, then push through it, then do it. But I hope y'all not one of them couples that think that a baby's going to change our relationship because a baby don't. I think that's it.
Topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about California, honey. One of the faculty members sent out a mass email stating that they are offering counseling as well as support group for people who felt some type of way with Floyd murder case. So the assistant superintendent who created the group, her name is Cheryl Wisnock. She is also white. She created this group to invite white students to discuss how the trial, the verdict, and the experiences related to the Joy Floyd verdict murder impacted them. In addition to this, the students were also given two counselors so that they could process and share with one another. It took less than a day, of course, for all chaos and havoc to eventually unfold. When everything eventually unfolds, she withdrew it, stating that a poor choice of words in the subject line of the invite to white students led to the perception that it was white students that needed this same kind of support against our other students. The students of all races and background rightfully pushed back on that idea. We want to affirm in the strongest terms that our committee is to give all students a place to express their feelings and to learn how to engage in important issues. And I quote, stating that they didn't mean to say whites only, but they wanted to make sure that they provided a healthy manner for all students to be able to share and express themselves. But I just feel like once again, once again, it's the blatant disrespect for me. As a superintendent, assistant superintendent, whatever you want to call yourself, you didn't know that it was inappropriate to put a whites only support circle as the subject line. I really thought that that wasn't going to offend anyone. Your black student, faculty, staff, members, and everybody else under the sun. At this point, it's, it's like, what's next? Like, what's next? What's next? And since we're already talking about Cali, I'm just going to jump right into the next one. So this happened in Sacramento. So a Sacramento officer is under evaluation. She has been accused of falsifying police reports. Her name is Alexia Paul because she's 26. There is a hundred page investigative report and counting on her alleging that she has been filing false police reporting. In one particular case, uh, she originally stopped a black man, of course, for um, illegal parking or something along those lines. And she ended up adding charges of DUI and resisting arrest under his police report after consulting her fiance, who's also a police officer. I gotta say is, where the fiance at? The fiance needs to be looked at as well because you can't tell me that you reached out to your fiance for assistance to your fiance co-signed your behavior and told you that this man had a DUI as well. How do you stop someone for one thing and then you added all these extra charges to them and you consulted another police officer? Pretty looked at too, and I don't like that. At all, at all, at all, at all, at all. Maybe that's it. Topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Hazel E's husband, honey. Hazel is receiving backlash from his family as well as his sister. After he stated that he does not co-sign with his parents' decision in allowing his little sister to move in with her man. He states, and I quote, I was just trying to be the best big brother I could be and make sure she makes the right decision in life since other people don't care as much. Fuck family. I have my select few that I fuck with. The rest of y'all fuck off. 
Don't act like family, so I'm good. Mom, dad, brother, sister, I'm good. I got my little family, my wife and my daughter, I'm good. Craziest shit is friends will treat you better than your own blood. Family is dead and it's up and it's up. So since my family want to think and call me the bad guy, let's get the world's opinion. When, where the fuck is it okay for an 18 year old little girl to move in with her little ass boyfriend who's, who is 20 years old when her mama pays all her bills still so you want to be grown but you can't pay none of your own bills and live with this man and shower together and sleep together every night in the same bed where is that okay yeah her mom and her dad and her other brother is totally fine with her playing thick house like she's married and shit and she, and she just got old enough to vote telling, telling you these parents ain't shit nowadays and it starts with the parents click yes if you think it's okay or click no if you think that that shit is wild out of control for her to be living with her little boyfriend isn't it the parents fault for allowing this or am i crazy my daughter would never and i quote long story short hazel e's husband felt some type of way that her parents are still technically paying her bills even though she is now staying with her boyfriend i agree with hazel e's husband nowadays a lot of parents they want so bad for their kids to love them, to accept them, to be their best of friends. And they don't even realize that you still have to be at the parent at the end of the day. You still have to create those boundaries and implement those steps. So that that way when it comes down to her being out in the real world, she knows exactly what she needs to do. She knows exactly how she needs to carry herself. And she's not going to know that if you're basically bullshitting her fire's gonna sit here and be laid down with no man and he's not paying no bills that's not realistic i don't know why anyone would think that that's realistic i'm not playing house with no man that feels comfortable with my mom still paying the bills sir this is this is your opportunity to step up sir this is your opportunity to show up and be the man of the house and at 18 18 i wasn't i wasn't ready to play house with nobody at 18 i didn't want to play house with nobody and i agree with him saying that y'all sleeping in the same bedroom y'all doing all these other other things you cooking you cleaning you taking care like who knows what's going to happen down the line who knows what is possible down the line and i feel like parents are not being cautious when it comes to making sure that they're setting the tone in a correct manner you don't want her to think like okay i'm just gonna be sitting here all day every day my mom is gonna take care of me no matter what like no sweetie you need to make sure that you can number one take care of yourself and number two make sure that you find somebody who's willing to take care of you too as a man like and and, and i could see also why hazel e husband said what he said about him being a square ass boyfriend because how are you supposed to be quote unquote the man in my little sister's life and you have my mom paying y'all bills Hell and hot waters will freeze over before a big Sam ever let that happen, okay? Big Sam will smack me dead in my shit. What do I know? What do I know? Okay, what do I know? that wraps up for today's tea time tuesday episode with queen s on queen's table live if you not have already like share subscribe do all that good stuff honey because you don't want to miss out on all the deeds to all your teas and i will see y'all beauties next week until next time my dirty filthy whore bags hugs and kisses y'all hugs and motherfucking kisses Mwah.